newscast. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, <laughs> we don't have anything to talk about today. No, we don't. But I am going to say it right off the bat. Yes, sir. Because we were just talking about this, and now I'm going to get a little teary. Okay. In that it's your birthday today. It is. It is your birthday. I'm an old man. No, you're not. Hey, no. get off my lawn. Well, I'm I'm right there with you. <laughs> get the hell off my lawn. We're at that. We're old enough to be able to say that legitimately. That's okay? right. That's right. But we were just talking. You know, I got here eleven. It's eleven years ago, and and I was, you know, looking at some stuff to post for you, and I was just looking at some of those old pictures. Oh my gosh. Before we started doing this, oh we've been doing God. this now almost four or five years. Yeah, five years. Yeah. And when you do this every day you know you're kind of locked into the moment of what you're doing oh of course but i i was just looking back over all the times you and i have had you know be, i mean you officiated at my wedding you and i used to hang out you know before we started doing the gig you know we, we were before covid before covid yeah. you and i spent a lot of time together that's right and had a lot of great times. That's right. And it's, it, it really kind of takes your <laughs> breath away when you realize how much time has passed since you and I, and you were, I, I couldn't even remember exactly where we met, but it was in the jock lounge. Yes, it was. When I first got here. Uh-huh. And uh, a lot of water under that bridge, baby. Well, what happened was you were in Austin. I'll yeah. just tell the story briefly sure. so the audience can come in on this. You were in Austin, and our company owned that station. They, yeah. were, they were shutting it down. They were changing the format from talk. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, Greg said to me, our, our boss said to me, the only thing we're saving up there is Sean. And I'm going to get him the down van. No, and the van. And the van. And the van. That's right. Because the van's parked out back. And I was driving the van because I didn't have a freaking car. That's right. That's right. So uh, the van is here. It's parked yes. out back. So uh, you came down. You had already been filling in. You filled in for me. You yeah. filled in for, for Kevin. You filled in for Jack. You filled in for all of us. Yeah. And uh, he brought you down about a week or so after that. And I saw you back there in the kitchen wearing a cowboy hat. And I said, uh, you know, welcome, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, anything you need to get set, which is what I, standard fare I usually tell sure, everybody, sure. you know, anything you need, you holler at me and let me know. Um, but, yeah, that was 12, 12 years ago? Almost 12. In Octo- actually, this month it is 12. 12 years ago. Yeah, I, I started full-time in October. Wow. You know, and I was just thinking about this again. When you do, when you're working with each other, because we you know, we were friends before we started working together, right. it is like a marriage, you right. know what I mean? And you, you... You you you, day to for, day. you sort of lose track of the history and everything that's gone on. I mean, I my wife and I have moments like this, yeah. you know. And I yeah. love you, man. I, I love really you too. Do. And we, I love you too. And we had a we, we had a deal one Can time. We get with yeah. the real show and stop the view. <laughs> See, it's the man's birthday. See, See how she is. Holy crap! See how I'm she working is? for this man for oh almost thirty God. years. She does. She's been she's been this way for thirty years. Thirty years, you know? man. She, I, I, sometimes I show Mexican up here to, chicks. My wife does yeah. the same damn thing. Right, I man. show up at the radio station and sometimes my suitcase is on the back porch. You know what I mean? At the radio <laughs> right. station of all places. At the that's radio a, that's station. a whole other marriage right there. <laughs> totally and completely. Uh, anyway, you but, know, I, I I did mention one final thing. I did mention to you. Uh, because this is not all about me, but uh, I was walking down the hallway. Of course, this is a new building. We built this building in 83. Right. But the old building was back there. It doesn't exist anymore. But they built that one in 59, and that's where my dad was when he got here in 56. (laughs) And so anyway, um, I I was walking down the hallway, and I thought, you know what the interesting day is? This coming Thursday is the interesting day for me. Well, because I was born on a Thursday (laughs) 60 years ago, downtown Baptist Hospital. Right. Saturday morning, because back in those days, 
Mama stayed in the hospital for at yeah. least a day with a baby. Dad went back to work. Dad went back to work. <laughs> and on Saturday, he brought me in for the first time. So two, I was two days old, which would be this coming Thursday. years ago, you set foot <laughs> in KTSA. For the very first time. That blows my mind. <laughs> 60 years ago. Damn. <laughs> and I said, it's probably a more significant date for him. Than, yeah. than the you came in with diapers, and you're going to leave with diapers. <laughs> <up>. See? <laughs> She's right. <laughs> I've already leaked twice during That's this segment. Right. During uh, this segment. Just I since we started. before it's all over. Excellent. <laughs> Well, happy birthday, brother. Thank, happy you. Thank you very much. Now into the news. Yes. Uh, I, I think we'll start. we got a whole bunch of stuff, but let's just start with Quayar just for the heck of it. Just for the heck of it. Just for I, the... I know the man was in danger, and yeah. I'm not laughing at the, the peril to his life. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. So Henry Quayar goes to uh, the apartment where a lot of these folks live. Because they, they, they stay in apartments or dormitories up sure. there because their yeah. home is in wherever. So uh, unless, of course, you're Gavin Newsom's new choice for senator. We'll talk about that oh, later. God. But anyway, <laughs> carpetbagger much. Good God. So we'll uh, – anyway, uh, Henry Cuellar is, is pulling up to the, to the place, ready to get out in Washington, D.C., gets out of the car, three black men in hoodies – Imagine that. Come Shocking. Up, you're right. Come up to him with a gun, stick it in his nose, and then steal his car from him. Now, the point I made earlier today, and I'd love to hear your take on this. Um, for all of these Marxist, revolutionary, Democrat uh, DAs that George Soros has hired, like Joe Gonzalez in, in Bear County, right. who are letting the bad guys go, I just got to tell you, Democrat DAs, the bad guys don't ask what your party affiliation is when they show up to rob you of your no. car, rape you, kill you, or whatever. They don't say, hey, what party? Are you a Democrat or Are Republican? Are you a Democrat? Oh, okay, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> You're on our side. Right? No, they Am don't I care. Right? They don't care. You know, I mean, it. it, it there is a, 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 a symmetry to it. I mean, you know. Everybody else is experiencing this across the country. I mean, I, I'm sure you're having the same experience. I had this again yesterday when I started prepping for today. I'd say 80% of the stories are crime stories. And, and At we'll, least. We'll get to Minnesota, yeah. which Elaine sent me that story yesterday, and I'm yeah. like, holy Jesus. Uh, all of them are crime stories. Pe- people are suffering this. Not only in the big cities, but in every small town because of these policies and these DAs. That's right. And, and I'll tell you what, a lot of these idiots uh, inside the Beltway don't start paying attention until it bites them on the ass and it bit Henry on the ass. See? Hey, now they have to deal with it. See? You know. But That's exactly they right. They don't give a crap as long as it's just little people dealing with it. That's right. You know? Exactly right. But, as, as long as it's the kids in Minnesota yeah, or whatever. Who cares? They could care less. You know, and Joe doesn't care here. Look, look, here's the bottom line. When you take a look at all this chaos and all this crime that's going on, as far as the Marxist revolutionaries are concerned, the ends justify the means. Yeah. They really don't care that they girls care. were chained up and raped in, in Minnesota or that a lawmaker had a gun shoved up his nose yesterday. And he's not the first one, right? No. There have been sta- I think uh, staffers have, ha- have had to deal with oh, this. I mean, D.C. is – look – D.C. was a damn dangerous town 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when I lived outside of D.C. It's apparently a thousand times worse, and I hear from people all the time that I went to school with. They don't leave their houses, man. Nope. So, yeah, eventually it's going to leach into the world of the politicals, and, uh, and and so it has. Just so you'll know, if you're a Democrat, you're not protected from this. Yeah, I don't want to hear you complain. <laughs> I want to hear Henry Cuellar complaining about this. Nope. This is what you wanted, pal. Yep. 
You got it. You guys got it. Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up uh, right over there at Alamo Water Softeners, alamowatersofteners.com. They will take care of your water situation for your home. As we all know, hard water is bad for your appliances, bad for your pipes, and bad for your body. So you need to get rid of the hard water. And the best in water treatment is Alamo Water Softeners. I had a, a listener contact me the other day, and he said, who do you recommend on this? And I said, well, I was their first customer. I trust them for all things water. Get in touch with them. And he did. And Alamo Water Softeners sent out a representative, and he's in love with Alamo Water Softeners now. And you will be, too. In fact, right now when you buy a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, you receive a free reverse osmosis drinking water system. Alamo Water Softeners, an award-winning company, and you know that the first time you meet with them at your home when they do a free, absolutely free, water analysis for your home. Log on today to the website and check them out at Alamo Water Softeners, alamowatersofteners.com. Hot and humid today, about 93 for the high, but rain and cooler temperatures are on the way this week. 71 right now at KTSA. Good morning. Our heaviest delay is going to be 16. Rima, you just brought up a great point off the air. We were talking about the, the trial, the Trump trial yesterday, and the McDonald's that he had brought in, which was just bags and bags and bags. That we're, going, we're going to have the Big Macs, and we're going to have, we're going to have the, the quarter pounder with cheese over here, and uh, which he always does. And, you know, I don't. I don't typically eat McDonald's. I just don't. It's not on my. I'll eat the egg McMuffin, yeah. but I don't stop for the burgers. We used to. We don't anymore. You know what I'm gonna you do? Know, not a whole. I'm lot. gonna have one today. I might. I'm gonna go get one. I, it's you know <laughs> the, the McDonald's thing with Trump. It's so beautifully American. Yeah. There's just something wonderfully American about the guy just loading people up with Big Macs whenever he sees fit. Yeah. You know, it's I'm gonna great. go get one today. I might too, man. <laughs> Wait, I gotta wait till payday. That crap ain't cheap anymore. No, but not I, anymore. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it, farce is too light of a word, man. I mean, the judge, this Ergodon or whatever his name is, uh, laughing and preening for the camera. It's awful. There, what? There's no reality to this. I mean, Trump brought up this stuff was what eighty percent of this whole thing was shot down at the appellate level, mm-hmm. and the judge is just ignoring well, it. Statue of limitations. For statue of limitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the hell? You know, again, it, it's it's a circus. We we all we all know what's going on. Of course we do. If, if unless you're a stooge or a moron, you know precisely what is going on. This Letitia James has been gunning for this guy for a long time. She's made it her mission in life to be the chick who took down Trump, and uh, and they're about it. I I but I, I I don't know if you've seen any numbers on him. I mean, I wonder what the overnight. Uh, uh, number. I bet. I bet he had a surge of some kind. Well, he's going to. Yeah. Out of this, every time this happens, his numbers go up. And I was saying off the air, the best thing the others can do is quit, you know, suspend their campaigns, and get behind him because it's clear what the Democrat socialist Marxists are attempting to do, and they're trying to get rid of him and erase him completely. The others, Ron DeSantis, you want to see your numbers go up? Nikki Haley, we'll see your numbers go up. Start supporting this guy. Your numbers will go up. You mentioned that <laughs> off the air, and I hadn't thought of it. If they all went, because that's what the Democrats do. Right. Democrats all ship sailing in the same direction. If all of these folks, these high-dollar, high-profile Republicans said, and the, and the primary candidate said, I'm suspending my campaign. It's all for Trump. we gotta, we got to support this man. And the rank and file started doing it. It would be a whole new ball game, and that's the one thing they won't do. And and it's not about supporting Trump. It's the ideas yes. that Trump is about. Yes. I happen to believe wholeheartedly, 100%, this is not a legal proceeding. This is a political hit job. 
Yeah. These are Marxist revolutionaries who are about transforming this country. That's why they're bringing in all the illegals. Yeah. That's why they're doing what they're doing. It's a Marxist revolution that's happening. Persecute, prosecute, assassinate. That's what they're doing right now. And this is all about his ideas of a controlled border and no more wars of choice and freedom and liberty and a great economy, a great American economy. His ideas is what they cannot have. No. Also, they are communicating, I happen to believe, to anybody else who would get into politics that is not one of them. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, absolutely. This is communicating to them, if you try to get in our game and take our power away from us, we'll destroy you too. We will destroy you absolutely and stomp on the ashes. That's really what it's about. And Trump said it. I mean, there's one word that is fitting, disgrace. This is a disgrace. And it should offend and, and, frankly, frighten every American. But it's not. You know, a lot of Americans are, are still, you know, a little more interested in what Taylor Swift is doing or who she's having sex with recently right. or who she's, who she's currently hooked up with. That's, right. the, that's the thing they're most concerned. There's a lot of morons in this country. You know, I'm just being honest. There's a lot of stooges that don't care. Right. But, baby, you are already in the midst of a revolution. It's, it's already happening. Right now. And we'll right get, now. I mean, we'll get into this story out of Minnesota, which, right. baby, that could be going on right next door to you right now. I don't care what neighborhood you live in That's in right. this city. That crap could be going on right next door to you, and you have no idea. Well, we can transition into that now, but let me just say one final thing about this. For people who aren't sure about what's going on in this case, what Letitia James and this judge are accusing Trump of doing is inflating the value of his property, right? Yeah. So he could go get loans and insurance. Well, okay. Let's look at it. First of all, this judge says Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million, right? Uh, uh, One freaking <laughs> blade of grass is worth $18 million at Mar-a-Lago, okay? <laughs> this part of Florida, and I know this part of Florida, it's right. where Rush lived. Yeah. It's where all these people, are the rich of the richest of the richest of the richest, live in this section of the island, right? A 2000, I happen to know somebody who has a 2,000-square-foot home there. $21 million. I heard $18 million. Million and I'm like, yeah. I'm not a financial genius, but no. even I know it's right. probably a little more than that. Right. There is no victim. There is no crime. Yeah. And, and the reason for that is, and your banker will tell you that your wife was in a banking business. Yeah. When they have a uh, somebody come to him and say, you know, I've got X amount of properties at X amount of value. And by the way, he had $358 million in cash. So <laughs> he, had, he had enough to cover it. When you go to him and you say, this is the amount I got to cover this loan, right? Well, the banker just doesn't say, okay, Sean, I'll take your word for it. And here's your money. They have all kinds of attorneys, real estate assessors, people like that who put a value on it, and they do their research before they give you a dime. Dude, I've taken out loans uh, over the past couple of years, and you got to go through a process. i got to find out that you're legit at, my le- at, a, at anybody's right, level. Right, right. At that level? Oh, hell yeah, they've got an army of lawyers that are looking into that stuff. That's exactly right. So they look at this and they say, okay, we'll take that risk and we'll give you this amount of money. And sometimes it's not what you ask for. Right. We'll give you, or sometimes it's more than what you, you know, hey, listen, you're you're kind of undervalued. A bank, a lot of times, and this is what got them in trouble in 2008, you know, uh, you really could take out, 
you 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 saying you want to buy a two hundred thousand dollar house, but you have enough to buy five hundred thousand dollar house, yeah. and that's why two thousand eight happened. Right? Yeah, absolutely, it is. And so uh, it's usually the other way around. The bank is trying to sell you more of a loan. So in this case, this is just an absolute ridiculous. There's no crime. There's no victim. All this is is a political hit job to destroy this man. Look, anybody, I don't care. You don't have to be MAGA or whatever the hell the label is these days. You don't have to be an extreme Republican. You don't even have to be a Trumpite to look at this and see what's going on. If you don't see what's going on, it's simply because you're choosing not to. That's right. It's right in front of you. They don't have anything anything there is no substance to this case whatsoever and in case you had any doubts whatsoever the judge the look on the judge's face when that camera came towards him tells you everything you need to know about what's going on here the guy was gleeful he was having a hoot he was having a good old time He's now famous, he's on TV, and he's going to be the judge that takes down Trump. You can see it in his eye. Oh, sure. Now, I don't know. Trump said he said something fair at the end. I, I kind of tuned out after. Uh, it was about the. It what was, was that about? And we've got the sound. It was about the statute of limitations. And, oh, okay. and, and Trump was saying he thinks that 80% of the case is going to go All away. Right. The judge didn't rule that way. He just said, you're going to have to make a connection between what you. you're bringing to me. Because the judge originally had said nothing before 2010. Right. Well, Letitia James is looking at his entire life. And the thing about Letitia is she is on record. And Elaine said it earlier. Do these people not realize that YouTube exists? <laughs> you can pull her up, Letitia James. You can pull her up on YouTube. And a hundred times she's saying, I'm running to be attorney general of New York so that I can destroy Donald Trump. I will destroy That's him. That's it. That's it. That's the plan. And, and, and look, you're, you're dealing with a bunch of massive ego. She has a massive ego. She doesn't care about the rule of law. She doesn't care about, you know, uh, a crime being committed or an offense uh, of any kind. She has a political agenda. She wants to be the chick that takes him down. That's all it is. I, I want to mention something I heard you say on your show yesterday in that, first of all, we're watching history. You said that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. We are watching history. Don't forget that. This is beyond Trump. Yeah. This is not all about Donald Trump. It's about his ideas and who we are. But you said that you're watching history. Uh, and you also said the look on his face, mm. like when uh, Alvin Bragg, the very first time when Alvin Bragg charged him, um, he went into that. He didn't say a word, but he had that look oh, in yeah. his eye. Mm. And he had that look yesterday. He did a phenomenal job both before and after the proceedings yesterday handling the media. He did great. Very briefly, when yep. they did that quick camera shot with the guys obviously walking in, getting film of everybody, Trump is staring at the judge. Yep. He is not. His gaze does not waver. Pan over the ju to the judge. Judge takes off his glasses and preens for the camera. Mm -hmm. That's where we are. Yeah. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up at 735. We will talk about that case in Minnesota. And Gavin Newsom's pick to replace Feinstein. Carpetbagger. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com. Yeah, financialfreedomlivestream.com. We're talking about real estate and making money in real estate, and there's money to be made in real estate, but you need to know how. You know, the thing about it, with financialfreedomlivestream.com, the secrets of the successful in real estate investing are now open to all of us because Lifestyles Unlimited, 
will teach you the secrets of the successful. They've been very successful for about 40 years investing in real estate, and they're ready to impart that knowledge to you so that you can build your own real estate portfolio and become a success as well. And you can do this. You can retire in five years or less if you choose to do that and work their program. Simply log on to the website. Use my name as your promo code because they have incredible discounts for a membership in their program if you just use my name. This has worked for many, many people to make them, well, even millionaires. It can happen. So you need to check into it today. Financialfreedomlivestream.com. Promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. Boo. I'm your... It's trending on social media right now. In right. fact, our mutual friend David Fisher just posted it. What? Elaine's comment, you entered KTSA in diapers, you'll leave KTSA in diapers. <laughs> well... <laughs> It's trending on it's, social media. It's kind of true, Trey. It is true. <laughs> it is true. I'm, I'm, I might be wearing them right now, and you don't well, know. Well, I mean, you're you're, you're you're the Willie Nelson of radio. You're you're going to be like 90, and you know, and you'll be in a wheelchair, and we'll have to put the mic down. Clo- well, they'll have to do the same thing for me because I'm just a couple of years behind you. But that's what I was going to say. I'm going to freaking retire at some point. Yeah. You know, but you, no. I don't see I that don't know all. that you're going to do that. I, th- I think that this is in your blood. You're certainly not going to retire from writing. That's That'll never well, happen. You're no, going to die but, you with know, a pen in your hand. Probably, yeah. yeah you yeah. will. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you ain't going to give up that uh, nope. gig for, uh, forever. I'll so. be around. So um, <laughs> we were talking about Minnesota. Right. Oh, God. And the story, because she sent it to me, too, and it, it's just stunning. I talked about it on my 5 to 7, so why don't you take over and and, well, and, and, and run it through? Because I've already done it once this morning. It's and, pretty, and, and by the way, folks, it, it's tough. This yeah, is tough to hear. Yeah, it's pretty lurid. Uh, you, you have a, an 11-year-old girl in Minnesota, uh, which yeah, I know my mom and dad's families are all from Iowa, Minnesota. I spent a lot of time there. This is about as middle America as you can get. Small town Minnesota is middle freaking America. And they have an 11-year-old girl uh, who has someone she refers to as auntie, uh, who's an adult who picks her up, and they get in the car, and she puts a bag over her head, drives a kid to a house. Uh, Looks like just an ordinary ranch-style house you'd see in any damn neighborhood in middle America. Goes in there, and I believe there are four other little girls in there who were tied up. There's a whole bunch of dudes in there. And they rape and abuse them. Uh, they're raping them and beating them. Uh, she saw, or she was able, she escaped. Uh, this, this little girl was raped and, 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 and beaten. Uh, another girl helped her escape. She ran out, and apparently as she ran out, the girl who helped her escape was thrown down a flight of stairs. The, these are little kids. These are 11, 10, 11, 12-year-olds. Uh, she is able when she, somebody, I don't know, she gets to a hospital, cops show up and they could tell she'd been sexually molested and beaten. And she tells the tale of, uh, all these men, uh, in this house with her auntie and, uh, they have four girls tied up, little girls. Uh, the guy that, uh, I guess was kind of running the whole thing. They eventually caught, he's from Mission, Texas, uh, and, uh, 11, Adults in that home that were taken out and arrested were illegals. They're, you know, illegals are migrants seeking a better life in America. And it really makes your heart sink because, you know what, again, this is in just some neighborhood in Minnesota. Man, this could be going on next door to you in any neighborhood in this town. I mean, they're, uh, these are little girls 
that are picked up. So obviously they suspect trafficking. I mean, how do you wrap your mind around grown-ass adults doing that to a little kid? And if they had four girls tied up in there, they'd done this before, and who knows how many little girls, frankly, didn't make it out of that house because it's not like they just let them go. Right. Or how, lo- or how long it's <laughs> or been going on. Or how long they've been going on or where they are now. I mean, it, it again, what, what really took my breath away was the fact that it's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's, it's middle America. It's... Mm-hmm. This is not something in the big cities. This is not, I mean, you and I, we talk about it here in San Antonio. We have all kinds of horrible stories we hear every day. But it's every town in this country. They're flooding this country with these people who do this. So a couple of thoughts. First of all, um, Joe Biden's responsible because he's opened the border. It, it, Absolutely. It, his, his administration. Yeah. They have invited these people to come in, right? Yeah. And their attitude, these Marxist revolutionaries, and that's what this is about. Barack Obama is the head of a Marxist revolution happening in our country. And they they believe that, here, you know, the ends justify the means. This is just... You know, collateral damage. That's all this is. The ends justify the means, yeah. which means we need to bring as many of these people into the country so that we these are people we can control, right? Yeah. All the borders open. Politically. So people, yeah, politically, we can control them. And they will vote for us when we give them amnesty next year. And so a few bad guys get in and they rape some girls. Oh, well, so what? That's part of the game here. We We have to We have to have a certain amount of that in order to get to where we want to go. That's the first thought. Um, this would not have happened in a Trump administration because the border was controlled in right. a Trump administration and will be if Donald Trump gets back into office. Uh, the second thought is Ron DeSantis, I believe, and maybe a couple of others have proposals to expedite the execution of these kinds of cases. And I've said for a long time, these types of people – all the way from the auntie, because this is clearly sound of freedom stuff. Oh, yeah, clearly. this is an operation. They said this right. was an operation that we have no idea how long it had been going on. So everybody involved yeah. must face trial, found guilty, and then they get one appeal the next week, Yeah, and then you execute them. You execute them. You have to. They have no value. These are little kids. You execute them. We're, we're, okay, we're not even talking about reading freaking Flamer in a library here, which nope. is bad enough. Right. These are kids being used as objects. Right. These are people who have no capacity for feeling for another human being in any way, shape, or form. If you can do that to a child, you're a monster. You're not even a real human being. No, that's right. And we're allowing millions. And again, I, I feel that it's stupid. I have to put the disclaimer out there. Well, they're not all traffickers coming across the border. No, but you know what? A lot of them are the objects of traffickers. Yeah. They may be decent people, right. but they're going to be used and abused and murdered by traffickers. Right. These right. people have no regard for human life. You yeah. you look at what their countries are dealing with that they right. come from. Right. So and and, and, and you know. It, it, so why is it that this administration? Why is it that they're okay with this happening because they're not trying to shut down the border, are no. they? Right. So they're okay with this Quite happening. The opposite. But but they raise hell and try to take guns away from law abiding citizens when a school <laughs> shooting happens. Do you see the how incongruous that is? How well, they, yeah. How they feel like, well, this is not a big deal. We're not going to shut down the border. But if there's a school shooting, we're going to take away the guns. And my, one final thought on this is do not let them take your guns, folks. Don't let John Courage or the San Antonio Police Department, or 
H-E-B, who didn't know this was going on. I just heard that. Yeah. They didn't know this yeah. was going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more. But right. don't let any of them take your gun away because every single American's life is in danger right now. I can't put it any more plainly. Every single. And your child, your baby girl, I don't care how old she is, her very existence is being threatened by the people that they are importing into this country right now. Again, not all of them, but enough of them where the threat is real. You're going to need your gun. You have to have it. And, uh, you know, because we're not just talking about little. This is unimaginable, the story we're talking about. But it's not just little girls. It's your wife. Well, it's sure. your sister. It's your mom. Little boys. It's, your, it's it, little boys. It's your brother. It's anybody and everybody. That's right. That's right. They'll take and not think twice about it. And with a migrant resource center downtown Ugh. overloaded right now they have more cops dedicated to that right now they're all all the well, not all but there are a lot of police officers who are down there right now to watch all that situation which means they're not in your neighborhood right precisely and this is where these types of things unfortunately take place because they figure no one's going to pay attention because it is a residential neighborhood where right. nothing happens right Exactly right. Quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. We'll light the load with the days coming up next at Diamond Decks. You're going to have a beautiful experience working with Diamond Decks as they create your outdoor oasis. We're talking about families, and you like to make memories with your family, and that's what it's all about. That's what life is about, right? You're not going to take the stuff with you when you go. When you leave this planet, you're going to take the memories. So make some great memories in a backyard oasis that Diamond Decks of San Antonio builds for you. Whether it's a backyard barbecue, a fun time at a birthday party for the grandkids, or whatever it is. Your custom stone patio, cutting-edge composite deck, or whatever you choose from Diamond Decks is going to fit the bill. Well, Trey, I've already got a, a bit of an outdoor area out there, but maybe it's time to update it. That's right. Well, Diamond Decks can take what you have now and make it into a beautiful backyard oasis of memory-making for you and your family. And right now, for a limited time, you can take up to 30% off your design and your build-out with Diamond Decks. Whether it's a deck, a stone patio, a pergola, maybe it's an addition to the back of your house. I don't know what you got planned, but they can do it for you. At Diamond Decks at DiamondDecksTX.com. Reputation. It defines us. How we treat mm. All right, Mr. Rymus, time to lighten the load with the days. What is it? It's a third, right? It's yes, your sir. birthday. It's a third. Yes, sir. Uh, of October. This is kind of redundant. It's Mean Girls Day. Mean Girls? Don't we have enough of those? <laughs> do, we, do they need a day? I'm sick of Mean Girls, man. We should have a day off from Mean Girls. We, we need a break from all you Mean Girls. <laughs> And it's not lost on me. Most of you are Democrats. I don't know any mean girls. I don't huh? know any mean girls personally. No, I don't have any mean girls in my life, let's put it that way. The my girls wife, in my life are all sweet. My wife can be a little mean on occasion, Can't but I, I, I've usually brought it on, yeah. so it's all good. <laughs> you deserve it. I, I got it coming. <laughs> I take inventory. All right, uh, let's see. It's uh, uh, Butterfly and Hummingbird Day. Oh, man. I love hummingbirds. Oh, man. We have, just so you'll know, we have a hummingbird feeder right next to the pool. Oh. One of our greatest delights in life is drinking coffee in the pool in the morning on the weekends. Right. Watching the hummingbirds. Well, I know a certain Jewish cowboy up in the hill country. He calls it hummingbird happy hour. Yeah. For 100 years, they've been putting out the hummingbird feeders. Yeah. 
And there's something about a bunch of hummingbirds. It sounds like Buddhist chanting. Yeah, it, it sounds does. like monks chanting. It's a very relaxing sound. So God bless the hummingbirds. And they're very territorial. And by the way, oh, during, the, during the winter, they go to Mexico. Did you know that? I didn't know they that. They migrate. Hummingbirds are migratory. Do we let them back over the border? Well, and do it we depends. check them for diseases? We, we check. We, that's right. We check them for moth poo poo. <laughs> moth do. Moth poo. <laughs> It's National Boyfriend Day. Oh. Can I say something? Sure. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Anything you want to tell us? Of boyfriends, (laughs) I am officially sick and tired of hearing about Taylor Swift in any regard. I don't care who her freaking boyfriend Uh. is. I don't care about her. Uh. My Taylor Swift column is full. Uh, and I'm 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 done. Yeah. I'm, I'm just done, baby. Well, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And the NFL now has got caught up in it because they're including her in their official tweets from the NFL. Look, uh, th- th- look, this is all this is psyop. That's all it says. It's a it's a money it is. it's a money making deal yes. for, for the NFL and for her. Here's what's going to happen. Watch what happens. They're going to break up. Right, right. And she's going to write a song about yes. how, right, you about know. how he dropped. Ah. I made a pass at him. Ah. He dropped the ball and punted <laughs> me out of his life. He had me tackled on the ten, and it was oh. first and goal. And oh, he was, holy crap! It'll and, be a football song. That's right. She's going to have a song that's called Chlamydia. Yeah. No. 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 Chlamydia. Listen, it was a, it, the song is going to be called. He was about to score, but he yes. punted me from his life. It's going to be. It's <laughs> Gonna be chock full of Taylor Swifty football right. references, right. right? And I'm already gonna vomit. I'm you telling know? you, I'm telling you, that's exactly what's. That's why she's doing it's this. It's cross promotion. This, that's all this Their is. Freaking lives are cross promotion. Every morning after she goes to a game, the next morning his jersey sales go. He is multi millionaire from but this. Aren't they? Aren't NFL fans like kind of reacting a bit, like negatively, or are they loving it? Are uh, they loving it? No, well, they are and. Yesterday they put the ratings out that the uh, the game dropped like two million. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no the ratings. It's, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. The, the ratings have been going down a little bit here and, and there. And Whoopi Goldberg got all mad about it yesterday on her show. Oh no, well, really? See, there yeah. it's over with now. <laughs> Anna just... Navarro said that because they tweeted because she's tweeted out or did that commercial about asking people to register for vote and register Democrat. Oh, yeah. She got, like, tons of followers. Oh, so yeah. So that's why oh, Travis God. is jumping on the bandwagon. All, all I'm telling uh, you right now is that this is a money-making scheme for, for, for both of them, and this is all about gathering new material well, for a song. She's going to write a, a, a another breakup song. Imagine that. How come she never dates unfamous dudes? I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that right? right? Why? They're out there, man. Like a, just an everyday joke. Just some dude, Because man. she can't write a song about that. Nobody would care see i hate everything yeah. oh what else oh it's virus appreciation day speaking of chlamydia uh so our <laughs> appreciate all the viruses in our lives covid because you know what we got a whole bunch coming across the border that's so right viruses We're get their own it. special day now well and you know i mentioned this earlier this morning that um it's i think something's going to happen with the vaccine soon uh, a lot of the cabinet members have been, while all this other stuff is going on with the Trump trial right. and everything, the cabinet members have been testifying under oath before Congress. Right. And they're saying, we never had a vax mandate. We never told people to Are get vaccinated. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We never encouraged people to get vaccinated. We never told people they had to get. Oh, yeah. No, oh, come on. Under oath. I think what's about to happen is stuff is about to hit the fan. 
because we have people dropping dead. We had another 17-year-old oh, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dad was the athletic director. They were at the game on Friday night, this past Friday. It's a homecoming game, and she's in the middle of the field, and they're introducing her as homecoming queen, and she falls over dead at the game. She was uh, athletic. She was volleyball, right. basketball, all that kind of stuff, 17 years old. We have a history of this. Jimmy and I were talking about it earlier. For two years, we've been following these young athletes dropping dead. It has been dead. two years. Yeah, right. Yeah, dropping yeah just dead. dropping over, man. And now that the administration is backing away from the mandates, which they clearly pushed, remember, all the military members that they – Discharged from the military yeah. for not getting the vaccine. Remember that? Oh, yeah. All the pilots, all the airline all pilots. All the medical people uh, who left. That's exactly right. Now the administration is testifying under oath in front of Congress. No, we never told anybody that. Well, that's your Orwellian nightmare. We've yeah. always been at war with East Eurasia, you yeah. know. <laughs> Changing history. Changing history as we go. Isn't it fun? That's all I got. But I, I do want to mention uh, another thing that is happening today. It was announced yesterday that Charmin, for the first time in 100 years, is going to be offering scalloped uh, uh, toilet paper rolls. Sounds messy, but what do I mean by that? It means the where the tear is, because I guess people are upset that there's not an even tear. Frankly, I never thought about that, but it, 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 they, they now they've it's a jagged line, so the paper rips much easier. You know why that is? Why? Because people rip with one hand because they got their phone in the other. Well, that's not usually what I have in my hand, but I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, well, Think yeah. About so Think you need to it. rip. I hadn't thought about it. You needed to rip easier. You got your phone in this hand. You need to rip the paper with one. Boomity, oh, boomity, God, man. Because hey. I was like, it took you 100 years to come up with that, but then I realized, I guess you're right. What's the reason? Somebody, they're holding their damn phone. Holding their phone on a crapper. And then, <laughs> so they got to they tear with how, one hand. How many posts have you put out there when you were sitting on the can? That's exactly right. Think about that. Bridgehead IT is your IT company for your business. Bridgehead is all about business and protecting business and growing business. Well, how do they do that? Well, first of all, let's talk about the growing business part. Bridgehead can come up with a plan, a proposal for your company to show you how they protect your bottom line, improve the bottom line, and if you're a business manager or owner, that's your number one job, you know that, right? Watching that bottom line like a hawk, right? So Bridgehead IT, they have special services, special programs they can write, special things they can do IT service-wise for your company to improve the bottom line. Second thing is protecting your very valuable asset, your great employees. They can show you how they can do that too. And then protecting the overall business with cybersecurity. You see, Bridgehead is your one-stop shop for all things IT, from computers to networking to cybersecurity to telecommunications and so much more. They can handle it all at one place at one time, and that's Bridgehead IT. Reach out today at BridgeheadIT.com. Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing Systems. You feel about some quick hits here. Yes. Just covering several different topics. That works. You want to try fun. that? Let's do that. Let's talk about the John Courage gun grab real oh, quick. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on with that? We have some more news concerning yeah. that. First of all, uh, Elaine has been in touch with, with his office. <sighs> Can I use the S word? <laughs> it depends <laughs> on which one. <laughs> this is just stupid. Yes, okay. this is stupid. Um, <coughs> so his office says that... But who's the, this is whose office is John Kurtz. John Kurtz, okay. The yeah. councilman who, who wants... Who wants to take your guns away? Gun he, buyback program. He right. actually yes, and he wants um, 
He wants thieves to go steal your gun and bring it to him at the Alamo Dome, apparently. <laughs> He's going to give them cash for yeah, it or right. a card with cash on it. Oh, that's another part of this. So let's cover that. So, he, you know, he was asked, the question was, what are you going to do about stolen guns? And the answer was, well, the police are going to identify the stolen guns and the police are going to contact the owners of the guns so if the owner can identify that gun, then the owner can have his gun back. Yes, right. So Okay. Yeah. But they still don't know who brought them the gun. Yeah, because so, they're not asking any questions, no, no names, no IDs. No. So gangbanger boy can go steal your gun and take it to the Alamo Dome and then they look at the number on it, and they go, oh, this is Sean Ryman's gun. Let's get it back to him. But they don't do anything about Gangbanger Boy because they don't ask Gangbanger Boy any questions when he gets there. But he gets a $300 grocery <laughs> gift certificate to AGB. Which he can then sell for cash. Oh, that's what yeah, he's going to yeah, do, trade yeah. it for drugs or whatever. This is the dumbest thing in the world. It does, that, has, that does nothing to stop the original problem of a gun buyback program, which is the theft of guns for law-abiding citizens, right? Yeah. does yeah. nothing to stop that. Nope. Second thing is, H-E-B says, we're kind of upset because we didn't know anything about this. They didn't know anything about it. That's what they're not That's what they told Elaine, is that they didn't know that Councilman Courage has raised apparently close to 200 grand to buy gift cards to hand out to people who go steal guns from law-abiding citizens and bring them to him. Are they happy about that? No, they didn't seem all that happy when they sent the, the message to Elaine. We didn't know anything. We had no idea this was going on. We're not well, a part of this. I assume they would be because, you know, we, of course. we, we know leadership, the family, you know, kind of liberal. Some, well, yes, but somebody walks up and says, here's 200 grand. I want gift cards. You would think you would probably know about you that. think you'd yeah. know what that's all so about, They're man. not real happy about wow. it. Wow. And and the other the other thing i got to say just from me to, to Chief McManus, you need to pull your people out of this. They're going to be down there at the Alamo Dome. They're going to be taking the guns. We need every single man and woman in blue on the streets finding the bad guys and protecting us. They need to be in our neighborhoods. They need to be all over the place keeping us safe from the bad guys that Joe Gonzalez is releasing onto the streets. We don't need them involved in a gun buyback program. That's no. not That is not the best use of police officers, police resources having to go through that. And Chief McManus, I just implore you, sir, get out of this program. I have a question. Sure. Why can't they do, when you turn in a gun, they photograph you with the gun that you're turning in to deter bad people? Yeah. Nobody's going to do it. Because that'd be racist. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to do it. Really, seriously, <laughs> he's targeting right. people. That's lawsuits. No. That's civil rights violations. That would upset the way them. I thought they were going to do it, if SAPD wanted to participate, is they have body cams. So when you're turning yeah, in. Yeah, right. Yeah, we can I, see who you are. I, I think the whole idea, and, yeah. and James brings up a great question. I mean, the whole idea is that it's anonymous. Right. I and mean, you can't really sell it. Right. On any other, in any other way. That That's right. We don't, are, aren't going to pursue who you are. Right. So anyway, th- th- those are the things about it. It's, it's, a, it's a stupid idea. It's a dumbass idea. It's the worst idea. It does nothing to reduce gun crime. It, it, it's one of those claiming rights things sure. where then Courage can claim he did something. Well, at least I'm doing something. Nobody else is doing anything. doesn't matter if it's having the opposite effect of what I'm <laughs> and creating more crime, but I, it's better than doing nothing, man. Yeah.
What yeah, well, a piece of crap. You know, the, the the word of the day is is just, you know, collateral damage. You know, oh, well, so somebody has their gun stolen. That's just collateral damage. At the end of the day, we're doing something about taking the guns away from law-abiding citizens. Well, <laughs> it's like a lot of these policies and ideas. Uh, again, they have the opposite effect of what they're going for, but the reality just doesn't matter. Well, it's not law-abiding citizens who are out there shooting people. No. It's criminals who are shooting people. And so they're not going to turn their guns in. Well, they're and not. frankly, when McManus, uh, the, the burden he's carrying on his shoulders, and I have a lot of respect for the chief, you know, we've, been, we've known him for years, is his guys are getting shot. Right. His people are getting shot at. Yep. And, and the best thing courage can come up with is this, which is actually, in a sense, probably going to endanger them more. Right. Because people are going to want to steal more guns. Well, that's why the chief doesn't want his I, – I, I, think, I think at the heart of this, the chief wants his people out of this and doesn't want his people to be a part of this because he doesn't want to disarm law-abiding citizens. The law-abiding yeah. citizens, in some cases, protect the cops. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, it's true. It's crazy. Okay, so the third world takeover of Texas. We ran the numbers earlier this morning. 2.4 million illegal aliens are in Texas God. right now. In just a few short years at this pace, they will outnumber Texans, which is part of the plan. Joe Biden gave an interview over the weekend to the very left-wing billionaire-funded ProPublica website. <laughs> you, you like how I said that? You like ProPublica. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? I do. It makes me laugh. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) here's what Joe had to say in this. We're going to be very shortly, in a short amount of time, we're going to be a minority white European country, and that is the plan. Well, sure it is. So what we need to make sure we do is to treat white Americans with respect when they become the minority in a few short years. Just think about that for a second. Now, it, you're, you're kind of being set up with the whole premise in that if you complain about that, even though you're not complaining about race or ethnicity or cultures or anything like that, you're, uh, my complaint and yours is that you're, you're trying to change or warp the political dynamic of a state like Texas because they hate Texas. Texas is the big stone in the road for them because when it comes to freedom and what this country is about, Texas is more American than any other state. Yep. We live that crap, and it's yep. very successful here. Got to do away with that. How do you do it? You flood the state with illegals, and that's what they're doing. But if you complain about it, oh, it's replacement theory. They're just white people who are afraid of but losing he, their majority. But he is admitting that it's replacement theory. He is, and He's it's admitting a plan. It. That's right. So, that's there right. Is, so when do? you think about little 11-year-old girls getting raped and, and collateral abused damage. in Minnesota, this is the collateral damage of that plan. That's right. That's exactly right. And they don't care. It is, again, and I, I, I know people hear me say Marxist revolution, they go, what are you talking well, about? It really is, it, yeah. It is. What they're doing is they they are importing people that they can control. You can't control Texans and our guns. No. As Joe has said before, well, I got the F-16s on my side. Well, once he floods the zone with a whole bunch of people that he can control and gives them amnesty to vote for him, the Democrat Marxist socialist of Barack Obama, make no mistake, he's in charge. This is the overthrow of our country. Look, they already have a surrogate in Ukraine, a guy who used to wear a suit but now looks like 
Fidel Castro. Oh, God. Put a cigar in his hand the way he dresses. They're Jeez. doing the same thing in Ukraine using our bullets. Yeah. We're out of bullets, by the way. The Pentagon said on Friday, we're out. Yeah. We don't have, we can't defend our country. That's what the Pentagon told Congress on Friday. We've spent it all in Ukraine for this Castro-looking dude they've got over there, our dummy. Like like Russia yeah. had Castro in Cuba, we've got Zelensky over in Ukraine. Well, absolutely. It's all part of the same plan. Yeah, sure it is. Okay. Like we said earlier in the day, you are already in the midst of the revolution. It it's is. It's already underway, and that's just one part of it. But again, these are people who don't care, who get trodden over as a result, and that includes 11-year-old girls in Minnesota. I think uh, I'd just like to put in a word real quick for Tucker Carlson because – in his new format on Twitter, he has a chance to actually expand with these, uh, I, I guess that's the right word, uh, go deeper with these guests, right? Right, yeah. yeah. So last night he had uh, Victor Davis Hanson on, and they talked for 33 minutes, and it was extremely engrossing. It was extremely informative, and I encourage everybody to go on to uh, Tucker on his Twitter or X if you want to start right, calling right, it that. Right, right, right. But um, where, like, you know, he used to have Victor Davis on uh, the, you know, when he did the show on Fox, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's such a great thinker. He's he doesn't speak in sound bites. So Is that the guy that's the professor out in California that uh, yeah. talks about citizenship and all that? I have his, and, yeah. and they always hurry him along, but yeah, he's trying to get he's his a point very across. Intelligent guy, yeah, man. So Tucker spent 33 minutes with Victor Davis Hanson last night on X, and it was extremely important. One of the most important broadcasts I've ever heard. Well, Davis has been saying for a while that you know the 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 system itself is being broken down. The so, idea of so, citizenship is being uh, reworked. Worked or destroyed, it. and he knows his stuff, uh, and he's seeing it uh, unfold. I, he's, his book, I'm, I'm, uh, the A Dying Citizen, I think it's called, yes. is a great book. That's if it. You want to pick that one up? That's yeah, a great book. Where he lays it all out, yep. how this country is being destroyed before your very eyes by Marxists. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. And he, they went into it last night in great detail how they're changing the system of elections. Yeah. Uh, how they're t totally upending the United States, and to a lot of people, that's like, what are you talking about? But it's really happening. Yeah, it, it is. It is really happening right now. And the immigration thing is part of it. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up here on KTSA, Hill Country, Tiny Home Village. Hill Country, Tiny Home Village. You can see it at hillcountrytinyhomevillage.com. Well, what is that? Well, it's a village with tiny homes. That's what, <laughs> that makes sense, right? You can stop renting and own your own efficiency apartment-type place right there with a modest down payment. Your monthly payment is less than $1,000 a month. And there are only 25 slots remaining, and they are selling super fast. In fact, right now, retired military, you get three months absolutely rent-free. It's a beautiful, gated community at the foothills of the Texas Hill Country with spectacular Hill Country views all the wildlife, the protection of a gated community, and really close-knit family and friends nearby, whether it's your retirement place to live full-time or it's a touch-base place where you're traveling on the road and doing all kinds of stuff like that, and it's a place to come back to. However you choose, Hill Country Tiny Home Village is a wonderful getaway for those seeking a retirement in the Texas Hill Country. Just log on to the website and schedule your appointment. Saturday's going to be a gorgeous day in the Hill Country if you want to go out there and take a look around. Hill Country tinyhomevillage.com Hot and humid today, about 93. Rain and cooler temperatures on the way this week. And right now it's 73 at KTSA. Good morning, your commute definitely. Claire and Rima. 
Well, on a completely different topic, but something that we're all going to be dealing with as well, if we're not already, and that's artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, sure. First off, there's a Zelda Williams, who was the daughter of Robin Williams, the late Robin Williams, uh, who was my hero growing up, uh, tw- tweeted about the dangers of AI and how, you know, I guess people have already used her father's voice in AI to do things, and uh, she railed against it and said uh, it's a Frankenstein monster. And you you are robbing people. I'm paraphrasing. It was a very yeah. lengthy tweet, but right. you're you're robbing <clears throat> robbing people of the humanity. Mm-hmm. This is not a living thing. This is robbery in a sense. Now she kind of tied it in with the with the writer's strike that we just got through. But they have a point, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the use of AI. Hundred percent. And and you have no. There's no need to ask anybody's permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, AI and legally, and I I found this out with my writing. Mm-hmm. AI legally exists in a world of its own. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, the damn robot owns its own what it produces. Mm-hmm. I we didn't talk about this, and I it, I didn't, it wasn't a, a big story last week. But Netanyahu mm-hmm. uh, stood before the General Assembly of the UN, I believe, right? Yep. And said, "Hey, as far as war and bad guys, mm-hmm. AI is the greatest threat we're facing. It is uh, as far as uh, you know, starting one of these brinkmanship deals where you think somebody's fired upon you and they haven't. Yep." You can do anything you want, and Netanyahu, who is no—I mean, there's a guy who knows what he's—he's hundred percent very knows what he's talking about. I mean, he's somebody people should pay attention to. Yeah, a lot of Democrats hate his guts because yeah. they're silly. Yeah, but you know, he said, you know, in no uncertain terms, this is going to be a huge threat. It's going to take over all our lives. Matthew which it Broderick is. and War Games. We, well, yeah, except on a level that we never even conceived mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Where you they could overtake uh, any nation's banking institutions, our security, our military computer systems. You know, it, it's hacking on a level that we can barely conceive of right now. And his point was it, it, it took us years to evolve into various technological. The Industrial Revolution took years uh, 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 for us to really, the, the digital age took years for us to evolve into, in a sense. Whereas with AI, we're coming into it very, very, very quickly. It teaches itself. It teaches itself. There's no, in other words, there's no growing into it. It's it's just there all of a sudden. And the potentiality for bad actors to use that for destruction and terrorism on a grand scale, again, Netanyahu is out there talking about it, and nobody's paying attention. The bigger threat of AI, the ultimate threat of AI, and this is going to sound really sci-fi-ish, but the ultimate threat of AI is AI taking over. In other words, yeah. Oh, yeah. China, Except, let's yeah. just say, China, and they say China's way ahead of us, right? right. So let's just use this as a scenario. China decides they're going to shut down power in several cities across the country and just roll in and take us over because they've shut down the power. Right. That's all they have to do. Yeah. We can't live like 1736 in this country no. now. We can't. It's impossible. People would people would not know how to survive, right? So they just shut down power in, in a few of the cities. And China says, well, okay, we roll in. But what happens when AI becomes independent and then turns back on China? Like we're seeing the criminals turning on Sure. On Democrats, as right. much as Republicans, AI is not going to care who invented it or who taught it. AI is going to want to right. ultimately take 
control of everything and control it. But back to your original point about Robin Williams, because you brought this up with your writing last week, the whole, uh, you know, uh, who, who gets copyright rules and the laws and, oh, yeah. and all those kind of things. We talked about Freddie Mercury, right? And yeah, they, yeah. They've got him in a new song, in a brand new song, Freddie Mercury singing. Dude's been dead since 93. Well, and this estate has no legal claim over any of that. That's right. So they're going to do the same thing with Robin Williams. He's going to be on a stage somewhere. It's going to be AI. But he's going to be on a stage with all new material. Uh, Tom Hanks uh, put out a warning. There's a new commercial somewhere produced for a dental company, of all things, that is using his image generated by AI. And, and here's the thing about that. Uh, there'll be nothing that anybody can do about it, right? They're not going to even know in many instances that it's going on. Mm, well, it's going to become seamless. It's already almost seamless. Right. And, and uh, again, to the, to the larger question of AI becoming autonomous, uh, Zelda Williams is right. The, the, Frank, the Mary Shelley Frankenstein metaphor is spot on because eventually what you create comes to destroy you well that's right and, <laughs> you and, know. and i brought this up to some people the other day it was just in a social setting and i brought this whole scenario up and they said we really don't care because i'd love to hear some new music from freddie mercury i'd love to hear some new music from elvis presley these guys that have been dead for decades now they don't really care how it's generated. I would love to hear a new song from Elvis, they say. Well, and, and we've talked about how the medical benefits, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel great at the front end. Yeah. And people are going to love it at the front end. Yeah. That doesn't mean, okay, the best high you get is the first hit you have off of any drug. Yep. Feels great, man. But then what, what happens? It freaking destroys you. Until the knock on the door comes, and it's a Schwarzenegger voice saying, I'll be back. Well, <laughs> now then you realize. <laughs> there's a reason science fiction writers and speculative uh, fiction folks come up with this stuff. Right. You know, because they, they, they take notice of what's going on now. Yep. And just let it go to its furthest extreme. The problem is with AI, the furthest extreme could be next week. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> you know. It's learning on you know, its own. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Alamo water softeners for your family and for the betterment of your water. Nobody knows water like Alamo water softeners. And they have been around now since 2009, taking care of water needs, people just like you and me, cleaning up our water, softening our water, making sure our appliances protected against the effects of hard water in your home and your appliances. When mineral deposits come in, come in contact with your pipes and, of course, with your appliances, it destroys them. It's very destructive. So you want the best. And you want the best in water filtration, too, the latest technology. Get all the bad stuff out of the water before you consume it or before your kiddos consume it, too. And for a limited time, when you buy a water softener from Alamo Water Softeners, you're going to receive a free reverse osmosis system. Make an online appointment today with one of their whole home specialists and get a free water analysis in your home from the best in the water business. That's alamowatersofteners.com. It's no secret that interest rates have risen dramatically. And we are wearing Rima. We do this uh, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9. I'm on from 5 to 7. He's on from 9 to 11. We get together from 7 to 9. And thanks for joining us. Uh, really good news thing. The little girl up in New York at the campground oh, yeah. site was found alive. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting story behind how she was found and what was going on. But I, I don't know how you were, but we used to go camping when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was always the, well, you know, I'm the inquisitive kind. Right. So I'd always wander off, and I would be gone for hours. And when I was about six years old, something like that, we started taking a motorcycle with us. And we would, right. We always went to, like, um, the Indian reservations. Right. So we would go to Alabama Cachada over in Livingston, Texas, East Texas. Got this gigantic lake out there, Martin Dye State Park and all that. 
and that's where we would stay at the Indian Reservation. And I would go on the motorcycle and just take off, and I'd be gone all day. Right. And my dad always called me Moose. That was his term of endearment to me. Hey, Moose. Moose. But when it was serious, it was Trey Allen. And I could hear him yell from the other side of Lake Livingston, Trey Allen! And I knew it was time to get on the motorcycle and come back. Right. Well, this little girl did the same thing. She's nine years old, very inquisitive. Charlotte Senna was her name. Is her name, sorry. Is her name. And she disappeared and was abducted at that that park in New York. Now, all of us were thinking it. I'm, I, I'm like you. I'll say it. All of us were thinking she was dead. Yeah. That, you know, we knew that they were going to find her body somewhere buried under leaves or something. But that's not what happened. Um, the dude that took her, <laughs> brilliant guy, he sits down and writes an abduction note in his own handwriting with his own DNA <laughs> and no gloves. And Jeez. then he wow. goes to her house. At 4.10 yesterday morning, 4 a.m., and he delivers the note and puts it in the mailbox. Now, look, anybody, anybody, I'm not a criminal, but anybody would know the house is going to be under surveillance, right? Her house. Probably, yeah. So when she pulls up, the FBI and the sheriff, there, or when he pulls up, the FBI and the sheriff are there, and they watch him and record him in his car with his license plate in his hands, putting the abduction note in their mailbox. Now I didn't. I'll be honest. I did really didn't follow yeah. this story because uh, these right. stories. It, 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 there's so many of them. Right. So what? What was the abduction letter about? What I I abducted her. I yeah. Mean, what, what? I, I want money. I was kidnapping. Oh, it was a, a ransom it, thing. Yeah, ransom note. What a dumbass. <laughs> Seriously, right? Holy crap. So they take the letter out of the mailbox and they take it out and run the fingerprints on it. And sure enough, they match it to a 1999 DWI arrest that he had. And they go find him, and his mom's got a double wide in the woods. Oh. So he, they, cops go to behind the double wide is where his camper is, and they break into the camper, and they struggle with him a little bit, but they get him under control. And she was in a closet under a bunch of blankets, and she's okay. So God thank bless. God. Yeah. You know, you you think about when we were, like you were just saying, with camping. I mean, I, I, I just in everyday life, I remember when I was 9 or 10, my dad and mom, they dropped me off at the mall for the entire day. They dropped me off outside of a movie theater. You wouldn't do that now. You would never think about doing that. You know, I mean, we were talking off air about how I, I am watchful over my grown daughter being out and about by herself. My wife going to the... The, the 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 Walmart by herself, you know. I mean, and you think about back in the day when we were kids, man. We'd go out and you wouldn't come back. Uh, your parents wouldn't know where you'd be out and about in the neighborhood. You wouldn't come back till the sun went down. You know, I, we didn't think twice about it. I got out of school at 3.30, and I lived right over there. So I went to East Terrell Hills, and I went to Kruger. And I would get home at 3.45 or whatever because we would walk home. Yeah, yeah. I, it, walk home from school, right? Sure. Or ride our bike home we, from school. I, we didn't have a bus in my nah. in my high school. Nah. And so that's how we got home, and we would get home and have a snack, and Mom would say, "Don't co- get out of this house and don't come home till the porch light comes on. <laughs> we didn't think twice about it. See ya. We'd hop on our huffy bikes and pedal three or four miles away. That's it. You're gone. You're running all over Nobody the joint. Nobody knew where we were. We didn't care. We didn't worry about it. You know, our our bikes, like a biker gang, man, our bikes would be lined up in front of the stop and go. And we'd be in there buying <laughs> buying our Dr. Peppers and our Snickers. Yeah, we, we'd <laughs> hop on the huffy bikes and dr- roll into town and roll, someplace, roll into somebody's neighborhood we wanted to hang out. Didn't think twice about it. 
You know, now you you can't, can't let them that. out of your sight. No, you can't do that now. You can't even and think that, about that, that now. And that was true before all this crap started happening with the borders. Right. So it's a thousand times worse now. Oh, it's awful now. But that, that yeah. dude, that world is gone. Totally, it has been totally destroyed by the left in this country. They have yeah. totally taken that innocence of... You know, we all say Bieber Cleaver. There's probably people don't have a, a reference point to that anymore. But that happy-go-lucky American suburban lifestyle, where you know everybody knew everybody. We watched at, our our parents watched over everybody. Like when yeah, Steve or you... Tim were at my house, mom was watching them, or I'd go to Steve or Tim's house. Their mom was watching me. You know, you know how that went. Well, everybody knew everybody's parents, yes. and you did what they said. You did what your neighbors, absolutely, your, your friends' parents told you to do. Every absolutely. bit as much as you did your own parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, everybody watched out for each other. I mean, that's why middle America was considered such a safe and peaceful place, and that's why people, you know, that's what they wanted. Yes, they, they they worked in their lives to get there, and now it's been all, it's all really been swept away. If James Stevenson said it, it was just as the same as my dad said it. If Ted uh, Gill said it, it was the same. These are friends of mine. Right. Dads. The dads of my friends. My dad was like, Ted Gill has every right in the world to spank your butt. So does James Stevenson, and they know that, and they will if they need to. So go have a good time, but you better mind, just like I'm there. Well, sure, and you, and you didn't think twice about nope. it. That was just, re- and you didn't think you were being put upon, no, or, no. or you know that uh-huh. uh, you know something bad was happening no, because no. the neighbor's dad would tell you something, and you'd do it. You know, it's, it was called respect, and now it just sounds so old fogey, but it's. That world, the world, and I think this is one of those things that it's sad to me. That world that you and I grew up in is gone. Right. It's already gone. I mean, the middle class is still hanging on by their thumbnails, but it's it's being swept away by for a lot of different reasons. I mean, you look at kids, and, and you know, I know grown-ass adults who do this. You just sit in a dark room all day and stare at their phones or at their computers. They're not out and about doing stuff. They're not, you know, they're not living the life that we lived. I mean, I... I wasn't all that happy with my childhood, but we did have that, where you had your friends and you were out and about doing stuff with your friends. If a little nine-year-old girl can't go exploring while their family is camping, then the world is lost, right? And that's why I'm so harsh on this discipline thing. These guys, these illegal aliens that raped these little girls God. up in Minnesota, they need to be executed. I absolutely this, this guy, he didn't he didn't harm her apparently, but if we find out that he did, same thing for him. If he ended up raping her, he took her life away, his life should be taken. He's, we have to go back to where we punish criminals for their actions. Well, and and look at what this pastor said that got shut down at that school board meeting in Vegas. Yes. It's mental rape. Right. Whether he actually physically did anything to her or not is That's irrelevant right. in a sense. That's right. He did something to her and he stole something from her that she will never get over. That's exactly right. And has changed irreparably the direction of her life. You know what? She will never feel safe again. No. She no matter where she is, she will never feel safe again because this guy grabbed her while she was out just, you know, camping. And he grabbed her and yanked her. And people will say, well, you know, maybe she shouldn't have been out exploring by herself. No, Turn, Uh -uh. Turn that around. She should be allowed to explore wherever she wants to in peace and harmony and safety. The problem is we've turned that upside down. We're blaming the victims now. Well, yeah. It's her fault and, and she was out it's there. It's her fault because that, that jogger a few years ago was the same thing. Memphis, well, she should Tennessee. have been jogging at that time of night or what have you. Yes, sir. Bullcrap. You're, you're missing the point. It's also extremely disturbing that we live in an era where 
adults just think of other human beings as objects, yeah. and, and there's no human connection whatsoever. We're creating and churning out monsters. That you know what? That's that is profound. You that know. Is, that right there is profound because we're not actually connecting with people. In general, Pe- think we're not. about it. People are making relationships with something that's not even real called AI, right? <laughs> More guys are falling in love with this AI stuff. That right? stuff is taking off. Right. It's incredibly it's, popular. They're not even real people. So, in a sense, that whole social media and AI thing is devaluing real life because nobody's making connections for, with real life. No, you're not. And, and you so you're devaluing what, life. You look at the argument they've made about porn over the years, which is it dehumanizes people. 100%. It breaks down a human connection That's with true. other human beings and it destroys empathy. Well, AI is doing that you know, in, 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 on a much different level. But that having been said, when you start talking about people who abduct other human beings, especially children, to use for their own pleasure as objects, you know, that uh, there's a, a vibration of that, I, I think, sort of traveling throughout all of society. And that's a YOLO world. And what we're, we're now looking at people who abduct other human beings, children, as, you know, ch- uh, child attracted adults. They're uh, not even pedophiles right. anymore. That's what they call them child attracted adults. They're, you know. So bust them. Convict them, give them one quick appeal that week, and then execute them. And grease them, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, more Wayne Ryman coming up. I, I want to talk about Amogee Bank. A lot of d- discussion about banking here recently. If you want a good, solid, strong, firm bank that's going to treat your family right, and I'm not talking about just some of the time. I'm talking about every time. You see, Amogee puts your family ahead of everything else when it comes to banking needs. So, Whatever your banking need is, Amogee is going to give your family number one priority. And all you got to do is uh, just talk to them. You can go into a bank. They have more than 80 branch locations around. Or you can go to AmogeeBank.com and have a conversation with them there, whichever is going to work out best for you. Whether it's your personal banking for your family and all that kind of stuff that you need to take care of, or it might be a family-run business. And I have found that they are outstanding at family-run business, both advice on how to navigate family-run businesses and, of course, the funding that you need with more than $12 billion in assets, loans, lines, credit, keep the lights turned on, pay the insurance bill, and, of course, numero uno, pay the employees. They can help you with all of that. At Amogee Bank, Amogee NA, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, Trey Ware here. You know-